0: so uh hey guys welcome back to my show i hate calling a show because then i have to call it a podcast and then i fall into the uh the trope of being a neckbeard that has a podcast because i have nothing better (laughs) to do with my life which i mean was true during quarantine but guess what there's a there's another person here so i'm not feeling as uh bad so um, please introduce yourselves to Maggie, my new co-host and and who's my friend um and not someone I'm paying to be here.
1: That's right. It's a real actual friend you have. And uh, hi, everybody. It's fun to join this podcast or show. I'm so sorry.
0: I don't know. I called it <laughs> I called it an audio experiment for like the first four episodes because originally, all I was doing, like I thought I'd would just um, record ghost stories of my friends and like go out on that as long as I could. And the other thing is like my mom had a lot of good stories and I wanted to record them. So I just have them forever. And that was kind of like the start of it, but it's been tough to like get people to um, record or like, you know, people said, like, oh, I'm gonna send you something and they never do. And that's fine. I I totally understand. But um the one cool thing about that, I found out how easy it is to do. Like I get advertised this anchor service from one of the podcasts I listen to all the time. And it's like so stupid easy. And then like I had I sent in a story to another podcast and the the person that runs it was just like, oh yeah, just download audio recorder. It's a free audio recording app. And it was just like the easiest shit ever. And I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh man, I I thought it was very labor intensive and it's not. Anyway, uh, I digress. Um, So way back when, a few episodes ago, I, God, I feel like such like a, a dork a few episodes ago. There's <laughs> there's three episodes like <laughs> <laughs> back in the day.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, back in the day.
0: So I mean, obviously, I I you know these these come out infrequently. as is when I'm not like busy with work, which I suddenly got busy. But um, I I had an episode where I talked about some haunted spots around and near where um, I live. And so Maggie and I finally went out to the Huntley Grease Factory because it was uh, something that was close to me. And I, I figured out where it was and there was enough, um, people that had went there before that had like tags, like I found an exact like GPS coordinate and that's the only reason I probably found it because I thought it was in a completely different location because the road that it's on, um, that's originally quoted as is no longer there. Um, but yeah, so we, we met up and we went there just to try and take some pictures and see what we could see. I bought a fancy EMF meter, the cheapest one Amazon had. <laughs> And I actually used it in my house, which was interesting, but I, I will, we can talk more about that um, later. I'm going to play this recording of what we recorded there, um, but just to give you a little backstory, if you haven't listened to the episode, because you probably haven't, because probably only three people have listened to it, It's a, uh was a detonator cap factory, and I talk about that in the recording. And uh, it eventually went out of business, and a lot of people that were displaced end up uh, kind of hoveling there and living there. And there was, it was a site of a lot of people committing suicide. And there was just, I suppose, a lot of activity of the suffering that went on there for the people that lived there after it closed down and people who may or may not have killed themselves uh, while they were living there. So that's the little backstory. Here's a recording of us just kind of going through the place. And then after that, we'll just kind of talk about our impressions and uh whatever else comes to mind all right sweet um i'm putting in the tape now whir, 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 whir. Okay. yeah a lot of urban uh ruin and tree growth around here really looks like alcatraz that's interesting so hey hi i haven't done one of these in a while Um, I'm here with my friend checking out the Huntley Grease Factory in real life, in person, Um, and hoping we don't run into any uh, axe wielding homeless people, which is probably more of the danger here. But um, we've kind of walked through, it's not far off a main road by a bunch of like automotive places, and it's definitely cool looking. It's definitely an interesting sprawl of um, urban decay and urban ruin. There's a lot of big, like, I don't know. Machines and barrels and things like that that are interesting to take pictures of, and it's definitely tagged to hell out here. There's some cool broken staircases, and the roof is definitely in tatters. Um, But aside from that, I brought the EMF reader in, and um, nothing really coming up on it, although we haven't really been here for long. Um, It is kind of overcast and a little bit damp today, so I was hoping that would maybe help a little bit um as i understand sometimes some of that uh, um what am i trying to say phenomenon like i get that helps it like is a, a conduit with the electromagnetivity in the air but um yeah i don't know how do you rate it
1: i think there's a spooky vibe i wish i brought more things with me Like, I feel like it would have been fun to try some, like, spirit writing or something like that out here, but I definitely think that it's interesting how quickly this fell into disrepair. I wonder when was the last time it was operational, but, like, right behind us is a barrel that's, like, one of those industrial metal barrels that's completely disintegrated. Like, what would cause that so caustic and so quickly? It just seems odd. Maybe it's just oxidation, but it's impressive to see how quickly things decay, That lends to the spooky vibe here for sure. And you're right, tag to hell. Tons and tons and tons of graffiti. Uh,
0: So as a refresher on the history of this place, it was uh, a detonator cap factory in the 1940s. And there was only one major accident in here, but they had found out later on that the fuses that they made, or the detonator caps were faulty. So it caused around 30-some American deaths and over 100 other injuries they found out. Um, So that's why this place was shut down and condemned. Now the displaced workers had nowhere to go, so they started taking up uh, residence inside here. Um, And so some of the spirits that people say they have encountered uh, were of the workers that may have uh, lived and died here and also committed uh, suicide because it also then became a place where people would come to off themselves. So that is supposedly the, um, the history behind it and why it's haunted, but I think it's probably, I mean, in reality, it's a, it's a monument just to, um, oh, wow, that looks cool with the black light on it. Um, it's a monument just to, uh, slaves it's to, to nothing. nothing. Interesting. We're roll so I, <laughs> you can't see what we're seeing, but uh, my friends got the, I bought a black light, um, just to kind of take a look at some of the walls here, because I knew there was going to be a lot of tagging, and there's, uh, something on one of these pieces machine that says slaves to nothing in a neon paint but there's some interesting art i definitely we definitely saw a shy guy um with the n-word over him so you know that's that's something um oh look isn't that the creeper from minecraft it's exciting pretty modern pretty yeah that's pretty modern so definitely probably some kids have come here that's for sure or maybe adults plenty, plenty of adults lot of beer cans. So, like, I'm wondering if, like... So, it's next to, like, a trucking place. I'm wondering if maybe, for a time, they used it as storage. Ooh, look, that looks like a like a thing from a Resident Evil video game where you have to get all three uh, canisters to get the power back on. That's exciting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, it, Like I said, it kind of reminds me... The outside reminds me of Alcatraz because it's, like... If you've ever been there, like, the whole front of Alcatraz is... Like, as you walk up to where the prison is, there's a bunch of just, like, ruins, and the way the plant life has sort of grown over them is just really pretty and interesting, and, like, I have nothing... Like, I was comparing it to, like, Last of Us and these other, like, zombie survival games, and it looks really pretty, but that's the best thing I have to compare it to. For
1: Chernobyl. Chernobyl, or Chernobyl yeah. decayed rapidly as well. Plants and lichen started to overtake buildings, and indoors and outdoors it's just this like widespread wild tangle of growth everywhere
0: yeah it's really pretty i think i'll definitely like to post um some of the pictures that i took because i think you get a better idea of like what they look like we should go i'm going to stop this recording so i can use the camera again and maybe we can take a picture of that slaves to nothing sign so people can see what it looks like Mm -hmm. okay ta-ta for now All right. Great. So, um, yeah, that's our little recording. Um, maybe someone with a keener ear can analyze it for EVPs, but, uh, I've, I've talked for long enough, Maggie, tell me about your impressions of this place having only been there for 15 minutes.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) So it's important to note. I listened to your podcast episode where you introduced this place, and then I forgot literally every single detail. And I was in person when we were there. I was like, "What?" Like it was all new to me again in the moment. So I was just kind of taking in what you were telling me when we were in the location. I think reflecting back on the audio and the experience, um, to note how tranquil and peaceful it was there. I really expected. More non-chill vibes, but there was almost like a The Last of Us like feeling that yeah. was in a way peaceful. I thought it, it was, was peaceful very serene. There.
0: Yeah, yeah. It had that that kind of beauty that you see in urban decay where plants have taken over. And it's funny because we kept saying, "Oh, this looks like video games," like because that's <laughs> yeah. what we have to compare it to. There were many funny video game things, and my favorite was like so part of it when you you walk in we walked in through the side basically off the road i guess i should describe it a little better because it's an audio recording and people can't hear what we saw so it's there's like behind the the big walmart that's off route 47 there's a little road called kretzer road and behind it's a bunch of like audio or i'm sorry automotive places and stuff and the factory's behind one of them and there's kind of like a working yard someone was there like you know operating in a machine or something so it was very quiet and we walked across like there's a little bog and into the side of the building and um there's it looks like at some point i mean that that middle area looked like a garage right because it was like raised so i guess they would have had garages like that back in the day i don't know what buildings look like so you had to walk out into the garage around to get into the other side because it was overgrown like there was this that was like in the middle so it was just interesting it felt video very video gamey and like you said like it's like oh it's like one of those do not enter areas in a game you're like oh you really can't go over this it is hard to climb
1: yeah that was like one of those like oh my goodness like moments because in video games you see something like let's say a large barrel and you're like i could get over that this is ridiculous i have to find a circular route through multiple rooms but i literally experienced this at this place where there's just this large creepy half full rusty metal barrel and i'm not gonna try to climb over that i'm not here to get tetanus
0: yeah it, that was really funny. Again, uh, it was like, yeah, it was like a Last of Us slarp. But I, I was definitely very careful walking through there. I was, number one, I was worried about, well, not number one, but I, you know, I didn't, uh, there's no signs there, like, about trespassing. I think that business may have used it for storage or something like that. But um, I was, we were just going to be stopped by the cops, but um, that, was not a concern. Then I was worried about like drug addicts and squatters and I was surprised. We saw many discarded clothes, but no um needles or drugs. I was very surprised.
1: Surprised or disappointed? <laughs>
0: I yeah. I no well, drugs, sorry. Yeah, no no free drugs. But uh <laughs> it was definitely like I think it's much more of a place where kids come to hang out and probably smoke pot and drink cheap beer because we saw plenty of that and evidence of that and a lot of tagging like it was so funny like i definitely saw like speaking of video games there was someone made a shy guy someone made the minecraft creeper Mm -hmm. there's uh in the photos you'll be able to see because i'm going to post them up to the account there's definitely a lot of like spooky messages that just seem to be spooky messages like one was like said like stay away right or go away or don't come in here or something. Um, but the, yeah, the yeah. other thing I bought that was cool was the the black light. And that ended up being neat because you found that message on there that I forgot even what it said. I should look on my phone. I'm a horrible It's like host.
1: a slave to nothing or something. Yeah.
0: Slaves to here. I'm going to look it up on my phone. Um, yeah. It said slaves to nothing. And that was just interesting that we caught some of that stuff because I had that black light. But again, it was the middle of the day. So, um, I guess it wasn't that spooky, and maybe at night you could have seen that better. But um, yeah, uh, so eerily, eerily haunting, eerily serene. The EMF meter did not pick up anything, um, and that I wasn't really surprised about. However, it was raining that day in and out, so I thought that might help. I don't know, for some reason, the uh, the pseudoscience that we all know about uh, electromagnetivity and rain and all that, that something may have come through. But something that I've learned from the ghost shows I listen to, it's not about high readings. It's about fluctuations in reading. So if if I'm going to high to low, high to low real fast. Um, And so that really didn't pick up anything. Again, we weren't there terribly long, but we went through all of the building that we could. Um, Yeah, absolutely. The second floor um was inaccessible. there were definitely um again like video game ish uh half you know broken stairs where you just can't climb up to it unless you have some sort of grappling hook which we did not have um,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, gra-
0: <laughs> no grappling hook um and uh, again, just a lot of barrels and crap all over the place that you could probably hurt yourself on if you tried um. The other thing about the, the EMF meter that I wanted to say, because I, I did test it out before um, I brought it just to see how it works, because I was actually very interested in, I had heard a story uh, on a podcast I listened to about someone that had like very bad, disturbed sleep all the time, and they kind of couldn't figure out why. And they used an EMF detector in their room to test their TV and their alarm clock it turned out the alarm clock they had next to their bed gave off like was older and had like super super high readings and they thought that could have been like why they were having such disturbed sleep and allegedly they after they got rid of it they started sleeping better but you know it's tantamount to you know how we look at our phones a lot during bed or like you know that the screen and the brightness just kind of stimulates us too much so I thought that was interesting. And lo and behold, I definitely, I checked my room for those things. And the TV gave off very high readings. It's a little older flat screen. And the old alarm clock I had gave off super high readings. Or at least, I mean, I don't know what's super high. It was all the way in red. And it was the highest one. And it was beeping. And that's how I figured it was bad. So.
1: (laughs) Oh, well. You're not going (laughs) to sleep.
0: Yeah. So, I well, thankfully, that one's not close to my... That one's across the room. It's not right next to my bed. Um, But uh, yeah, it was interesting that like that was congruent with what I had heard. Like this old alarm clock was giving off super high EMFs. Also the like the white noise thing I have. It's just like an air like recycler. But it's too. So that's interesting. I think Um, so too.
1: I mean, most people don't think to check that stuff. When it, it's no, so I literally like wouldn't. have. alarm clock, you know, like literally the alarm clock that's supposed to wake you up might be emitting EMF things that yeah. might be making it hard for you to sleep.
0: Especially if it's an older model, I think that's just like you know whatever output or whatever you know radio waves that it generates because it's it's all to note. It's also a radio um, clock, so uh, something to do with it. Um, but yeah. Not heard that. I would have probably never have thought of that. I would have measured the room, like I measured just the corners of the room too, and the one corner where the is gave off high reading. So I don't, I don't know. It was interesting, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else we had to say about the the Huntley um, Grease Factory aside from it being very abandoned, very pretty, and having a lot of graffiti art um i can't say that you know we we also went at a time when it was raining so the uh the roof was getting hit rain and at one point it sounded like we kept thinking we heard things were moving like i was waiting we were gonna rustle up some homeless person but uh (laughs) and definitely when we hear it hit the roof i know it sounded kind of like footsteps upstairs but uh yeah that was i guess really the only thing i don't know have any other lasting impressions you want to add about the Huntley Grease Factory?
1: Yes. Last impression is I actually sent all the pictures of it to my daughter through Snapchat. And I was like, yeah, we went. It was it was all right. But there was nothing scary that happened. And then she, there's like a selfie we took. And it's the very last photo we took together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, suddenly she snaps back. She's like, oh, yeah, nothing scary. And then she circles and Snapchat like... <laughs> this area over my shoulder and there's this like freaking like orb like glowing area that i just didn't even notice that didn't even make sense because it was cloudy and rainy and shitty out so i don't know what that is
0: yeah that was weird and it was so funny because i i'm pretty sure i said when we i said let's take a selfie maybe there'll be a ghost in the background you did and that was that was really funny um but yeah I'll, i'll i'll post that one too but yeah it it is funny that she caught that because i totally didn't see that either but that's what's interesting about showing stuff to other people because they're going to catch things you might not necessarily catch and again it's probably whatever but it's still it is funny and weird looking
1: <laughs> oh definitely i don't know what it is but i love that she caught
0: that that is awesome very very perceptive um yeah i think since this went well we were talking about potentially going to um other places that are close by so we might go to white cemetery and or cuba future maybe if feeling like very energetic and like we have hours to drive we could go to grow in the ashbury coffee house but again i've I've probably told this story before about the ashbury coffee house my i have a friend that lives out there and, um, I met them once there for coffee, and that place completely fried my computer, which granted was was old, and it was probably a power surge, but had just been working perfectly fine that day, went there to meet him, sat down to like work on some art stuff, and he was telling me about the prostitute ghost that apparently stairs. And I was laughing. I'm like, yeah, 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 everything's a brothel. everything's a dead prostitute. <laughs> and I plug my computer in, and it just shut down and just like, bloop, Fried and was done, and uh, it was just one of those things where I'm like, okay, fuck this place, fuck this outside. <laughs> I'm never coming back here again. I don't want my computer destroyed. The prostitute ghost is very angry with me for not believing in her and mm-hmm. her pain, and maybe I need to just I need to go there and apologize, like how people apologize to Robert the doll after they've like, you know. That like taking a picture with him without permission or like said, like, you're not real Robert. There's you're just a dumb doll. Like, may I need to go apologize to the prostitute ghost.
1: There it is. Tyler's apology tour. Time
0: to go. I I'm gonna no, I have to go there and give her (laughs) I have to go there and give her her money. Probably. (laughs) I don't know.
1: All right. I'm gonna get her a Victoria's
0: secret card. I'm gonna go there and give her a nice Victoria's secret card so she can buy herself some nice updated lingerie yeah long overdue long overdue <laughs> um anyway, so I think that's all we about have for this we this was just supposed to be sort of like a a shorter episode, although like my episodes are like twelve minutes long anyway, so this is actually probably longer ones um we're going to um I do have another extensive episode that we're gonna work on next, and uh yeah anything else you want to say i don't know how people end these things thanks (laughs) for joining us uh very good to have you here and very good to not just like talk to myself because that's depressing there's there's nothing sadder than like a man having a podcast and it's just by himself and it's just like the most minimal (laughs) effort thing you can do as a man is like have your own podcast by yourself where you talk to yourself that's yeah, and just
1: st- reinforce your own opinions. Over right, and over. yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like basically what people do on Facebook when they post like only like political things their friends will like agree with and they repost the same ones. But anyway,
1: nope.
0: it's, a, it's the echo chamber as Henry Cavill calls it, a, a man that I'm more and more enamored with every day. Echo chamber. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, still so long, everyone. I don't have an outro song because Spotify takes so long to like approve it. So goodbye. Goodbye.